Hi, everyone. This is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Ken Berry from our Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit that was held in 2019. Dr. Berry is a family physician from Camden, Tennessee, who counsels his patients about diet. In this excerpt, he discusses the patient-doctor relationship and how to educate your doctor about lipedema. There are subsets of patient populations, like people with very rare genetic disorders. And I think that's what lipedema has ultimately come to be considered as. And I don't even think it's necessarily a genetic disorder. It's just a genetic predisposition that if you eat crap, you're going to not be happy with what you see when you look at in the mirror. And so there are subsects. So like if somebody has a very severe carbohydrate metabolic disorder or a fat storage disorder, like lipedema, they tend to look at their doctors more as partners anyway. Now, they may look at their specialists in that field as, you know, that guy, like most people look at their family doctor. But if they go to a new family doctor, they're going to say questions like, now, look, I have lipedema. Do you have any other patients with that? And that's looking for that partner relationship. That's like, you know, I'm very aware that you may have no damn idea what lipedema is. That's why I want to preemptively ask this question so that I know right off the bat where your education is on this particular subject because there are thousands of primary healthcare providers out there who have no idea what lipedema is. And when you say that word, they'll correct you and they'll be like, oh, you mean lymphedema? And you're like, no, no, I don't mean lymphedema. I mean lipedema. And that's for many people with lipedema, that's their first clue. Oh, this guy doesn't have a damn clue what this is. I'm either going to have to educate this man or woman, or I'm going to have to find a new doctor. But I think the rarer your genetic disorder is, the more you tend to look at your primary health care provider as a partner, not as your doctor, daddy, or your medical mama, because you don't need that from them. You need them to partner with you. And you may even have to give them some research and say, here, you know, I, I just moved to this small town in Tennessee, and I need you to know about this. So here are kind of the review articles. If you wouldn't mind, and I'm not being disrespectful, but please, I need you to know about lipedema or whatever their genetic disorder is so that when I do get a cold or a flu or whatever, when I come to see you, you're not going to give me something inappropriate for that common condition, but that also is going to upset the apple cart of my very rare condition. And I have many, many patients like that. And most doctors don't recognize the opportunity for them to learn because I think when you take care of enough of these people with enough of these different, very rare conditions, it helps you see just the average patient in a whole new light. And so I think the partner paradigm, that's what it has to go to because, you know, back in the 1970s, the physician's desk reference of drugs on the market was about this thick. And now I don't even know if they still print it or not because it's about 3,000 pages of all the side effects and contraindications and possible this and possible that. No doctor can keep up with that. And we're trying to implement that into our electronic medical records so that it'll automatically pop up. Hey, this person has this, better not give them this. Or they're taking this, better not give them this. But it's gotten to the point, if a doctor says that they can know all of that, it's unknowable at this point. No human being can keep up with all of these interactions between diseases and genders and hormone statuses and other drugs. It's just impossible. And so you have to be a student. You can't just be a doctor. You have to be a student and you have to continue to learn with each new patient. And many doctors just aren't willing to do that. 
And I think probably the foundational error in the doctor's thinking that allows that kind of judgment to even happen is that they believe firmly in the calorie in, calorie out model. They believe in calorie restriction. They believe in their heart of hearts that if you'll just move more and eat less, it will fix every problem that has to do with fat accumulation, right? And that's, they're wrong about that. They think that the earth is the center of the universe, and that's just wrong. It has nothing to do with calorie in, calorie out. And we can go back to my example of the 10-year-old boy and girl. And then if you took a picture of them from the back and then you waited until they were 17 and you took a picture of them, you'd be like, if you just believed in calories in, calories out, they should look exactly the same at 17. But they don't because the hormones tell the fat where to go, where to be stored. And so you have to understand the hormone model of fat accumulation because that's obvious that's common sense but yet many doctors that would be an epiphany to them if they heard me say what i just said they'd be like i've never thought of that before you're right i mean obviously breast tissue is 90 percent fat why did the female body decide to store that fat there huh literally i promise you if you told that to the average doctor they would go that's interesting i've never really thought about it that way because they think that if you say the word fat or adipose tissue or obesity it's all about calories in, calories out, the end. That's it. And if you say anything else, then you're saying the earth's not the center of the universe. And that's ridiculous. We know that's true. And so what they think is settled science, this is it. This is the truth of the universe. Then they're free to judge you because obviously you're just a patient. You don't know what you're talking about, right? You don't know. You haven't been to medical school like I have. You don't know these the truth of calories in, calories out. Therefore, I can't expect you to understand this, you see immediately the playing field starts to shift and I'm looking down at you and you're having to look up at me even though I'm completely and totally wrong. And that's what gets that kind of that false power struggle going. And so it's not the patient's fault, but it is their problem. So you either have to begin to try somehow to, you know, ninja style lovingly educate this doctor if you're stuck in a small town and you know you don't want to drive two hours to go see another doctor or you have to find a new doctor if you're fortunate enough to be in a densely populated area that you have a choice but you know i speak as a small town doctor if you don't want to see me you're going to have to drive you know you can see a mid-level provider in my town or you can go to a completely different county that's pretty much your option that's not fair but that's just how it is and so you're faced when you have something like lip edema you're faced with that option. You're either going to have to educate this guy sitting in front of you who already thinks he knows it all, or you're going to have to find another doctor. And that's not a fun place to be in. For people with a rare genetic disorder like lipedema, that's kind of a good, useful analogy when you go into a new doctor's office. You may be meeting a drunk driver on the road. You may be meeting an arrogant know-it-all who in reality knows nothing about your rare genetic disposition, but yet thinks he or she knows it all. That's exactly as dangerous as meeting a drunk driver on the road because the many things that doctors do, we use shortcuts just like every other human, right? We Things become just habit. And so if you have a sinus infection, I'm going to write you this particular antibiotic because that's what I write. But if you have certain genetic disorders, you don't need that antibiotic at all. And that's just one example of thousands that I could give you. But if a doctor is authoritarian and autocratic and just is in autopilot, He's not going to be thinking because you have to think with each and every patient. Many doctors don't do that. 
And so that's why as a person with a rare genetic predisposition, you have to do some of the thinking, just like you're meeting a drunk driver on the road. I think that's a great way for people with lipedema and lymphedema to think is this guy, he may be a drunk driver. He may not know anything about my condition. And many doctors will confabulate. They'll be like, oh, yes, yes, I've taken care of that multiple times. That doesn't mean anything. That's not even necessarily a lie. He may have taken care of that multiple times and just not known it, right? And just got lucky with those other 10 patients that he saw with lipedema that he had no idea what they had and what that meant. You can't say, okay, I'm safe now. This drunk driver is on his side of the road currently. I'm probably safe. You still got to pay attention to you have to be in the driver's seat and not give up your control. That's why I think the partner model is a very good way for people to think about this is because every time you meet a car on the road, you're kind of partnering with that person until they've passed you successfully. And the, the less good of a driver they are, the more you have to watch them. And that goes for doctors too. Thank you, Dr. Barry. That was great to hear from a doctor about how we can best communicate with our doctor and really form a partnership. And thank you to you, all of our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.